Welcome to the Redeemed Birth and Beyond podcast. Here is a little bit from your hosts. My name is Mary, and I'm a Christian wife, homeschooling mama, holistic home birth doula, and student midwife. I have a heart for autonomous birth work and serving the Lord and my family through biblical womanhood. Hey sister, my name is Summer. I'm a wife, holistic Christian doula, a traditional midwife in training, a home birthing, homeschooling mom of two with one on the way, trying to live out God's purpose for women. I have a strong conviction to help women know the Lord, get back to the root of sisterhood and redeem birth. In this space, we intend on talking about all things birth, sisterhood and biblical womanhood. Nothing we speak on in this podcast is intended to be medical advice. We believe that birth is not a medical event and is a natural God-given process. So you just want to tell me a little bit about yourself. Hey, hi. Hi. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm Summer. Um, I'm 24. Um, we just recently moved back to the States almost a year ago now in November. The past five years I've been in Australia. Um, I originally went to Australia at 18 to do a mission at a church for a year, but ended up meeting my husband the first day and we ended up getting married like six months later and I ended up staying five years. Um, yeah, really, really interesting story. Um, um, so I grew up Church of Christ. Um, my Mom and dad were both Christians, so I just grew up in the church, um, got baptized at 10, which like looking back, like that's pretty young. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really like understand like the grace of the Lord and sinning, but I just knew that I needed God and I didn't want to go another day without the Lord. So got baptized. I like went forward at church, just tears down my face and then the preacher was like, are you okay? And I was like, I just need the Lord. Oh, so sweet. So, yeah, baptized at 10. But it wasn't really until like my teens and like even like when I was married and like we were early in our marriage, like I really realized like, wow, like the depth of which we need the Lord. Yeah. Like, um, we just can't, we're useless and hopeless without him right. as human. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and like just tough times and we had a rocky start to our marriage. Like he was beautiful, but like the church we were going to at the time was crazy. His family was mm-hmm. really intense. So we really just learned to depend fully on the Lord for everything we need. Um, yeah. And then motherhood. So all three times our kids have been whoopses. <laughs> They've been oh whoopses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful whoopses. Precious little, got, whoopses. <laughs> precious little whoopses. I got married at 19 and then almost a year later we found out we were pregnant. Oh. And totally scared. Like I was just 20. We were just a year into our marriage. And I was like, are we like ready for this? Like, oh my goodness. Like this is, this is huge. This is caring and nourishing and like leading to Christ, a whole human being. Like, can we do this? Um, but yeah. And Ocean came, he was a hospital birth, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful little boy, traumatic birth. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and never wanted to be in the hospital system again. Yeah. Um, and then a year later, we found out we were pregnant again with little Zion. Yeah. And he was a beautiful home birth. I mean, best midwife ever, best doula. Like, it was just such a godsend. Like, the birth team came together beautifully. Um, so, yeah. And then now we're expecting another one in January. Um, we have a traveling midwife this time and this pregnancy has been wild. So I'm really just keen to see how the Lord's going to work it out and how the birth story will unfold. So, so yeah, after the birth of my first ocean, um, it was awful. I went in like with the mind frame. I don't want pain medicine. I don't want Pitocin. I don't want to be induced. Like, I didn't want any of it. I wanted as close to a natural birth as I could have. But, like, you can't really have that in hospital, sadly. Like, I found that out a bit too late. So, um, my waters, I thought my waters originally broke. Um, so, I went to the hospital, and it, it wasn't my waters. And they were like, oh, it's fine. If you just want to stay the night, we can induce you in the morning. And I didn't know any better, to be honest, at, you know, at 20. So I was like, oh, yeah, okay. And so my waters broke that night. Oh. And it was all fine. But if your waters break, you have to be induced, apparently. So <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> I know. Like, oh, my goodness. The me now just yeah. cringes. It. But, um, yeah, so they induced me in the morning. And um, I didn't want an epidural at all, but induced contractions are way different than natural contractions. Yeah. I was not, I just was not coping. So Sally got the epidural, um, just coached pushing. I ended up tearing. Nobody would look at my stitches. I got a super infection. It took like four rounds of antibiotics to get rid of it. Um, and it was, it was rough. And just a lot of other things happened in hospital. Like the nurses were just like making fun of me. They wanted me to have a cesarean because I've been contracting for seven hours and you're supposed to have your baby within seven hours, apparently. So it just, yeah. it was not a nice experience. And then after finding a Facebook group called Conscious Moms um, Her, where we were living, a lot of people had that same experience and like held that same birth trauma. And I was just like, I was like, you know what, Lord, like there has to be something better for women in the birth arena. Like there has to be something natural. There has to be something more divine. Like women should not be treated like we're sick. Because right. we're not. Yeah. We're not sick. Like it's a beautiful God-given event. It's not a medical event. And so then that just really ignited my passion. Like after I worked through my own birth trauma, because like I'm so aware you can't take that into anybody else's birth space. Mm. But after like working on myself and just praying to the Lord, I started doing um a doula course and it took about a year to complete. And beautiful, beautiful course. And then, yeah, so I started having a few clients and I really got into postpartum cooking. I love nourishing moments. So that's more where my heart's at now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. 
beautiful. Yeah, it's definitely a journey. Hey, <laughs> you definitely have a very clear heart for mamas and nourishing women. It's, I think it's really beautiful. Um, you bringing women together and you know, all of your offerings. I just think it's so beautiful and so needed and especially postpartum mamas. I mean, we, goodness, we, we need that, um, the village, you know, it's so, it's so taken for granted these days, you know, we're just expected to jump into it on our own and, uh, you know, just, yeah. How do, how do we heal if, if we're, um, if we're alone, yeah, if we're alone and just thrown right back into the swing of things and we're just, you know, that's just not how our bodies are made, you know, you know, God made us in, in a specific way. There's a reason that we need to rest and be connected to our babies after they're born and to have that yeah. sacred special time, you know, yeah. especially in this country, like there's no paternity leave like mothers don't even get leave and then I've been really shocked at some of the comments here like oh you're just having a baby she'll be cooking to the night after and I'm like yeah and it's almost it's almost cool. considered like an award like it's a good thing like you're oh wow I was you know oh I was up and going the next day and that's not something to be bragging about yeah because like, the mom the mom suffers you know I mean that's yeah. And then they're dealing with, you know, the postpartum depression and anxiety and they're wondering why, but you never had that time between literally growing a human for, you know, almost 10 months or however, however long, and then just thrown right into the, the swing of things. And it's just not, um, yeah, it's so anyway, the village of women is just so important. I'm, I'm so happy that you do that for you. So much. Thank you. Um, all right. So Mary. Tell me something. Who are you? Your story. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to try to be as brief as possible because I tend to get really wordy. (laughs) I talk so much. So you're fine. You did amazing. Um, Yes. I'm glad you started. Um, (laughs) But let's see. So my name is Mary. Um, I am a mom of seven we have three um that I've given birth to and then we have four I have four bonus kids with my husband and so yeah I just grew up with uh uh parents who really loved the Lord and my dad um was just so strong in his faith very rooted and stable in his relationship with the Lord and he was a great example of that for me so um we traveled. So my dad was also a family practitioner. And so we would travel from one area of Tennessee to a different area of Tennessee, um, kind of back and forth. And he had a practice there as well. And then we would, we also traveled to Florida a couple of times a year. We had a house there and we had a church home there as well with some other friends who pastored that church. So I grew up with a pretty good foundation, um, as far as having family, um, of faith. Um, but when I was a teenager, I very much rebelled against that. Um, I was, yes, you know, I'll do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I totally, you know, as being, um, you, you hear about preachers kids, you know, and it, it goes like one of two ways. So, you know, yeah. as a teenager, I totally wanted to rebel from that. So I went down a little bit of a rough road there for a while, which, um, in hindsight, I'm 
I'm actually grateful I got it out early <laughs> and it, it wasn't a later in life thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so I got married the first time actually when I was 17 and, okay. um, you know, I don't want to go too much into that. Yeah. I will say that it was, it was not a good situation. Um, but I was, I was blessed with being able to be, um, <laughs> to be able to be bonus mama to his daughter for a few years or for, you know, until for about eight years. And that was a beautiful experience. And I still love her very much. And, um, and um, uh, we had two beautiful little boys that I got out of that relationship. So I'm very grateful, you know, for everything that happened. I don't regret anything because of, because of them, you know, um, but he and I divorced, and then he's, he's no longer in the picture after that. It was just not a, not a good situation. So my husband and I, we met in 2017. Shortly after, I mean, eight months later, we were married. He adopted our two boys who are eight and 10. Wow. And um, quickly just became just the most amazing father figure in their lives. He was a total blessing. The Lord really just put him on our path and... Um, we were married in August of 2017, and then my dad passed away that Thanksgiving after that. But that whole situation really was a, a total God thing because um, my dad was already sick when they got to meet, but my dad, it's like he had this total peace in his heart that the Lord had brought someone into you know, his daughter and grandchildren's lives who loved and provided for them and cared for them. And it was just really what he had always wanted and prayed for, for us. And it was like, he, he needed to have that before he could go. Um, and then he, yeah. So that was, um, yeah, it was a total godsend and, and, and also being able to see my dad have that like sigh of relief, um, before he I went, still be okay. yeah, knowing that we yeah. would be okay. So that's been a total, um, a total blessing. And so I just feel like I needed to mention that little, that whole thing as like the, yeah. the first thing. Um, yeah. and then after, let's see, when I was 19, I got pregnant with my first that I've, that I've given birth to. He's now 10. And, um, when I got pregnant with him, you know, I made, I just made all these huge changes in my life. You know, as soon as I got pregnant with him, I knew, cause since I was a little girl, all I wanted to do was to be a mom, to be a wife. Like that was my main, um, that was like my dream. You know, I wanted to be a mama. And, um, so I decided to completely turn my life around and, um, you know, really start working on my relationship with the Lord as an adult. Um, and in my own personal relationship, not just, following, you know, not just kind of doing the things that my parents told me to do because I had rebelled from that for a while. And then I started really building my own relationship with the Lord at that time. Um, and I knew I wanted to raise my children in that way. So that my relationship with God really got me through that difficult marriage and being able to still be that mom that my kids needed even throughout that really difficult time um, until that ended. Um, and then when my, when my father passed away, I actually had a really difficult time there for a while and it really shook my faith. Um, and I, you know, it, I don't even think it was a conscious thing, but I just really was trying to, um, 
pull out of my relationship with the Lord and into all these other modalities of, uh, of healing and, uh, trying to find my place in the world. And, um, cause a lot of my foundation with my faith was built with my father and, and his, um, having his guidance was huge for me. I just went to him for everything yeah. and not having that anymore was, it really shook me. World, yeah. yeah, it totally did. Um, praise the Lord, you know, time passed by, and and uh, as of recently, I've really rededicated my life to the Lord and and dedicated my life to um being the woman that the Lord says that that we're to be and looking yeah. to, yeah, looking to the word for all the decisions that I'm making, and um, um, so that's really when biblical womanhood came into my life and I started connecting with other women such as yourself and God started bringing all these people into my life that are on this path and it's just been a blessing. Um, and I'm finding how much more peace there is in life when you're looking to your answer for your answers in the word, you know, you don't have to look in all these places because you can find all the answers that you want anywhere you look, you can find what you want, but if you look to the word. You're going to find what you need, girl, and you're going to find the truth, you know? (laughs) Absolutely. um, Yeah, it's a game changer. And it it took away, I mean, I'm talking about years of stress, anxiety, and depression just completely wiped away by me just finally surrendering to the Lord. So so that's a little bit of my uh, story there with my relationship (laughs) with God, um, with Jesus. Um, Beautiful testimony. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, he, you know, it's, Every day, it's a choice. I feel like you know to continue oh, on the path because um, it's so easy to fall off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, a little quickly about about birth. Um, my my first one was a traumatic C section in the hospital. Um, you know, I didn't know anything about natural birth. I didn't grow up around it, so and I just kind of with that one too. What? You were 19 without. I was nine. I was 20 when he was born, but I was 19 when I got pregnant. Um, I, yeah, I didn't know a thing. Um, I had a very, very traumatic hospital experience. Um, it, you know, very much felt quite abusive. Um, the practitioner was very much taking advantage of his, you know, young, uh, first time mama clients not knowing anything. So there was a, a very high C-section rate happening that I didn't know about. Yeah. So, um, that's just really evil. <laughs> yeah. It, it felt very evil. Um, it was very hard, but immediately after that experience, I knew, you know, in my soul that that was not how it needed to be. And I, and I, it was so traumatic that I knew I would not go back to the hospital for another birth. And yeah, and, yeah, and it was funny because I really, I did, I knew nobody who had home births. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, but I started seeking out. So when I was pregnant with him, I is when I first started stepping my foot in the door of the crunchy community, I started finding some, you know, I was in a small town that didn't have a lot of that. Yeah. Um, but I started, you know, seeking that out and thank, so thankful for all the women that came into my life and taught me things that I didn't know because I just would have never known, you know, from, I don't know. It's yeah. yeah. From birth to breastfeeding to car seat safety and all the things in between. <laughs> and I, I, I'm so, that's why I share the things I do because I had so many mamas share things and that's how I learned, you know, that's yeah. how, that's how I knew to research. So sisterhood. That's right. That's right. And so that's when I started researching all the things and I got pregnant with my now eight-year-old 
um, when my oldest was one. So he was like one and a half or one, one in a couple months or something. Um, they're two years apart. So when I got pregnant with him, I immediately was like, I don't even remember how, but I just know I was like, yeah, I think I want to have a home birth. And of course, everybody in my family was just like, what? A home birth? <laughs> like, this? do what? But like, okay. I mean, but then they were supportive. So that was good. Awesome. Um, and then we had one home birth midwife in the area. And by God's grace, she was amazing. And I'm talking, she was, she was a CPM, um, but she was totally autonomous. I mean, she really just, um, she she was also a christian and she she worked on her own she just worked out of her home um and so all the visits were either at her her home or my home and she didn't push anything she would educate me on things but never pushed anything so i ended up doing no testing with that pregnancy i did like a little 10 minute anatomy scan in her living room couch um and i didn't find out you know his gender and um i wanted to wait until he was born and yeah, she was just completely supportive of every decision that I made. And she felt very much like a, like a wise woman walking next to me instead of someone trying to tell me what to do and decisions to make. I ended up being um, pregnant until I was 42 weeks and he came at 42 weeks to the day. Wow. Yeah. Like the last week, I believe, um, we kind of mutually decided, well, I ultimately decided to go on a, uh, a little bit of a bed rest, just, you know, not doing a whole lot because my blood pressures were a little bit elevated. In hindsight, it really was nothing too crazy. Um, I didn't know a lot about it at the time, but, but anyway, it was just, you know, it was elevated a bit. I was 42 weeks and exhausted. Um, yeah. but he came, um, and it was just the most beautiful, um, five and a half hour long home birth and it was my first vaginal birth so that was just a godsend as well awesome I prepared that whole pregnancy for you know really going inward and um um you know relaxation techniques and all of that so I had you know I had the set and the setting for the for a very calm birth so that's that's what it was I had him in the water and it was beautiful and yeah so that was my first home birth and I just was hooked from then <laughs> yeah you've become hooked yeah I totally became hooked I was like I will do this every time <laughs> and every um, time. <laughs> yeah so I think so I was either pregnant with River or I had just had him not long before I want to say I was pregnant a crunchy friend of mine which was like one of like the three crunchy friends I had in my town. <laughs> she, she was a free birth in mama and I didn't know anything about it. You know, I had never been to a free birth or heard of it. I just, you know, I thought it was super cool that she was just doing it on her own. And um, so she yeah. asked me to be her doula. And um, so I was there as her doula and witnessed my first birth as a free birth. And um, that was just beautiful. And, and honestly, from then on, I knew that one day I wanted to be a home birth doula. I didn't really necessarily think it would much about free birth. I didn't really know much of the difference. I was just like, okay, it's just a home birth either way. Right. So yeah, basically. Um, yeah. I didn't know much about doing, being a doula or how to become a doula. I just knew that it's something I wanted to do. And so my, yeah. 
My idea was that I was just going to attend births of friends of mine who wanted me there and let that be how I started getting experience. And I knew that um, primarily I wanted to be home raising my kids, especially while they were little, little. So yeah. I fast, I mean, I ended up attending a few uh, births that were mostly free births, weirdly enough. Um, I only attended one hospital birth and it was a transfer just for, from being tired. It was a first time mama. Fast forward you know, a few years, I got pregnant with this little one, Lavender, um, who is now 15 months. And I got pregnant with her. When I was pregnant with her, I was actually doing, I started doing my yoga teacher training. Um, mm. It was actually right before I got pregnant with her. I found out I was pregnant during that. And I graduated when I was pregnant. When I was doing that, you know, I knew, I really knew that being a doula was, something that was in my heart to do I just didn't know when was the right time and yeah. I didn't know how how like I kind of thought it was going to have to be this long drawn out process and you know I yeah. didn't know different options of how to become a doula and all that so um when I was going to this yoga teacher training I met someone there and she was like you know I I had a I had a dream that you and she didn't know me at all she just said I had a dream that you were yeah birth doula and I just like immediate chills and I was like that's been my dream and that's something that I have done you know before I wanted to make it you know part of my like career you know and um so it really just like shook something in me that you know I really should just go for it um so um yeah right when I had lavender I had her at home um, I was in a new place from my last one, um, and I just ended up having quite the traumatic home birth with her. And I didn't really know that oh. that home birth could be traumatic. And I yeah. thought, you know, that was just kind of, you know, a home birth was just going to be great, and that's all that mattered. Um, and that, you know, that it looked that it would just look that way no matter what. But I was very wrong, and. Um, oh. There were definitely beautiful parts of that birth, but a lot of it was traumatic. It was two days long. It was it was just kind of one thing after another. And without getting super into that story, um, after I had her, I just really struggled a lot with postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety. And that really, that experience, it took me a lot of debriefing and praying and journaling and and talking to, to other mamas and and I really just had to do a lot of healing through that yeah because of that experience I am super grateful now that it happened because it really taught me the type of birth worker that I wanted to be and it helped me to know that I did want to be a midwife when I you know I always thought maybe that just was that was too much or I just would never have the time and I also didn't know all the options with midwifery you know I thought it was something you had yeah. to get a license you had to be a CPM you had to go to a specific you had school. To go down a one path yes yeah. that's, I didn't know all the options so um, that really ignited a passion in me for learning about autonomous birth. And then I ended up doing a doula training um, that that was, I, I really didn't want to even become a doula as far, I wanted to be a doula, but I didn't want to get a certification, you know, as a doula that didn't have a certification, but was still skilled. I found one that uh, was in alignment with um, autonomous birth and even supportive of free birth. And I just was like, oh, this is awesome. 
So I did that, became a, a doula and started getting some clients. And so that's something that I still do. But then um, a couple of months after that, I had been seeing, you know, indie birth stuff here and there. And finally, I was just like, okay, it's time. You know, I just really felt it in my heart that it was time to take the leap. And um, so I started indie birth midwifery school. Um, and so I'm in the process now of becoming an autonomous midwife. I'm so excited about that. It's it's really a beautiful, beautiful experience and a beautiful program. So that's where I'm at now. And um, yeah, so I'm just, uh, it, it was a long road to get here. And I know that there will continue to be a long road to get to where I'm going. Um, but my goal is, you know, right now in life is just to be, um, just be in line with God's will for my life, just to listen to listen to him to pray for uh guidance and discernment in all of my decisions and i know that that's going to lead me down the best road possible um in all aspects of my life so really passionate about homemaking and i have the dreams to be a homesteader as well so that is the dream yeah yeah so and i homeschool as well too so yeah and i'm just really excited to be doing this podcast with you and I'm excited to see how God's going to move in it. Me too. It just feels like God really brought us into each other's lives um, for just such a purpose. And um, I'm really excited to see what comes. And so randomly too. Yeah. I know. I love love that. (laughs) Yeah. I think when God has a plan, it gets done. Oh, always. He's always like, as long as you are just truly trying yeah, and living for glory, it, it works. It works out. Yeah. All things work together for the good. Yeah. Right. I'm so excited. And so I think, I mean, you know, I, I think this podcast is going to be really cool on that. We're going to be able to touch on a lot of really awesome subjects. And, um, and I feel like we should also say that anyone who's um, listening, if you might be local to the Knoxville area, um, that we do have a, a biblical women's group. So if you wanted to join that, you're welcome to join that. And, um, and, and we can, you know, read and discuss God's word together. Create a village in that process. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think uh, that birth work and biblical womanhood like so go hand in hand you know so so much like I it's just such a beautiful um such a beautiful connection I mean you know that's really what my my goal is to have the Lord guide me in that birth work and being able to be a a support for women in that way there's nothing Mm -hmm. more powerful than being able to pray with with and for a woman as she's going through the most one of the most sacred times of her life so Amen.